1: The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live.
2: God wants you to soar. He wants you to mount up as on wings of eagle. But you've got to pray. You've got to ask Him. You've got to take it to Him. You've got to believe in Him. And when you do the miracle happens, and the blessing of God comes.
1: In Psalms chapter 46, the Bible tells us that God is our refuge, our strength, and ever-present help. And we are to be still and know that He is working on our behalf. It's time to go to Pastor Jack Morris once again. He'll introduce today's message, Be Still and Know.
2: I hold in my hand the Word of God. That's what I'm going to bring to you today from the pulpit at the Largo Community Church. And I believe it's going to bless and help you and increase your faith and help you to rely on the Lord Jesus Christ. In Psalm 46, God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in trouble. And then we go to verse 10, be still and know that I am God. You see, friend, God wants you to know that He's a hiding place for you. You can retreat into Him and find refuge. Find strength and find peace. Hear this message and be blessed. Know this, that God is with you. He's on your side. He's by your side. He's peace on the inside. Let's go into the sanctuary. Hear the message. Be still and know. God is saying this. <clears throat> now let me say that again. God is saying this. God is giving you and me a formula. He's written out a prescription for us. Now, you need to take it to the drugstore, the pharmacy, and get it filled and take the medicine. The doctor can prescribe, but if you don't take it to the pharmacy, and even if you do take it to the pharmacy, if you don't take the cap off of it, friend, you've got to take some responsibility to make healing, wholeness, forgiveness, salvation, blessing, and joy to come to your life. Now God is giving us a formula. He is saying, be still and know. Know what? (laughs) That I am God. He wants you to know who He is. He wants you and me to know His almighty power. He wants us to know this. Now In this 46th chapter, this is the part of God that he wants us to know. This is the part of himself that he wants us to know. He wants us to know that he will be our refuge. He will be our strength. That he will be a presence with us. That he will deliver us from fear. That he will bring refreshment into our tired lives. And he will give us peace. He said, I am God. Be still and know that I'll give refreshment. I'll give strength. I'll give my presence. I'll deliver you from evil. I'll refresh your body, your soul, your spirit, and I'll give you peace. But you've got to be still and know. If you're not still, you're never going to know this part about God. It simply means this. Personally know. The Hebrew word is yada, Y-A-D-A. Yada means to know by experience. Oh, we just read it in the scripture and it's a refreshment just to read it. But to personally experience all of this part of God, we can and we can enjoy it. And God wants us to personally know. And he said, be still and know. Now, those words, be still and know, those four words, be still and know. In the Hebrew, it simply means let your hands drop to your side. Stop trying. Stop trying to work it all out. Stop trying to find the answer. Stop trying to find the way. Just say, I give up. It's in your hands, Lord. Friend, we're not praying about our problems. Okay, you listening to me? We're not taking our needs to the, the Lord. What we need to do is to go into a secret closet, shut the door, and talk to God. Be still and know. Instead of that, we're just working ourselves into a lather. We're all upset about a whole lot of things. And being all upset about a whole lot of things isn't helping one iota, is it? We were upset about a whole lot of things last week. We're still upset about a whole lot of things this week. Next week, we're still going to be upset a whole, because things aren't changing, because you're not changing, because you're not, and I'm not believing in God. Now, he's given us a formula. He says, be still and know. Stop striving. Give it up and say, I belong to God. Just let your hands drop. Take your hands off the situation. But as long as you got your hands there, God can't get his hand there. Your hands are in his way. And he's trying to get a hold of something. And you got a hold of it. And you know, I won't let go. I won't let go. You're trying to work it all out. And it's not going to work that way. It just isn't. You and I are smart enough to know that, aren't we? I don't think we are. (laughs) Are We let go and let God have it. Now, he wants us to experience this, this refuge. He wants us to experience his strength. He wants us to experience his presence with us. He wants us to experience deliverance from fear. He wants us to experience refreshment we're so tired and wore out and we're dragging sleep all night and get up in the morning get up tired something just isn't working like the guy goes over and he puts a dollar and a quarter in a coke machine nothing comes out puts another dollar and a quarter in the coke machine nothing comes out puts a third dollar now he's kicking the machine (laughs) Nothing comes out. Why keep doing the same thing over and over and over? And you're getting no results. Come on, try something new. Try God. Amen. He cares for you. He loves you. He wants to help you. He wants you to personally experience Psalm 46 and all of that he has in that. When I was growing up, a little boy in western Pennsylvania, I was about 12 years old. Once in a while, an airplane would fly over 12 years old. Whatever my, my, my buddies and I were doing, we'd always stop and just stare at that airplane and watch it go. And then we'd talk to ourselves like a bunch of little boys, and we'd talk about the people in there. And I remember saying, you know, boy, it takes a lot of money to fly in an airplane. You gotta be rich to fly in an airplane. You remember, you used to say things like that? Only rich people can fly in airplanes. Well, I grew up, I never became rich. But I've flown in airplanes. <laughs> I, in this airplane, the uh, flight attendant showed me to the, my seat. You sit here. And then she said, you put that seat belt on. I thought, a seat belt? This thing going to buck like a wild horse? I mean, <laughs> a seat belt? I didn't know that. Seat belts. And then when she... Cl- Back then, it was stortus. Remember when they had stortus? Yeah. Now I look up and I see those men. I thought, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a telephone operator. <laughs> the little boy. I got to tell another story before I finish this story. <laughs> the little boy called. This is true. The old news commentator Paul Harvey told about it. The little boy called the operator and the man Oper, operator. May I help you? He said, "Would you put your wife on?" <laughs> He didn't like the man's voice. Well, let me get back to my old original story. <clears throat> well, the, the the flight attendant takes and closed that door, and then she locked that door. And uh, my heart was palpitating, and you know? I thought, "Uh-oh, I'm locked in." And then we started taxing down the runway, toward the runway. And I remember thinking, "I don't think I can get out of this thing now. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to have to go. I don't think they'll let me off." And Then they revved the engine, the the pilot did, and he took off down or she did down that runway and my head went back against the seat and up we went into the air. (coughs) What I'm saying, there was a big difference between being a little boy and looking up at the airplane and then getting in one and actually experiencing flight. There's a, big, there's a big difference between hearing sermons. How many sermons have we heard? How many scriptures have we looked at with our eyes and with our ears? There's a big thing, big difference about reading it, talking about it, even singing about it, and then personally experiencing it. What good is knowing all of that, and yet I don't have that refuge, I don't have that strength, I don't have that, that peace, that refreshment. What, what, what good is it? But God has a plan for our lives, and it's a wonderful plan, and he wants to do great and mighty things. So, so look at what he is saying. Look at what he is saying. He said, God is saying, be still and know. Know, meaning experience. Know by experience, not standing off at a distance and looking at an airplane. Get in it and fly God wants you to soar. He wants you to mount up as on wings of eagles. But you've got to pray. You've got to ask him. You've got to take it to him. You've got to believe in him. And when you do, the miracle happens and the blessing of God comes. Amen. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? God is on the throne. And he put all of these practical scriptures here for us. And so many of God's people aren't experiencing they don't know he said be still and personally know. be still and personally experience be still meaning give up you've struggled too long you keep losing let let the champion win for you and he will do that and he'll bless you
1: we hope that today's message is a blessing and is building your faith in God. We will return for the conclusion, following an invitation for you to learn more about the Largo Community Church by visiting our website, largocc.org. There, you'll find links to all the ministries the church has to offer, including Sunday school, men's and women's fellowships, small groups, youth ministries, and many more. There's also a link for you to join our live worship services every Sunday morning at 9 and 11 o'clock and a donation tab where you can partner with us in reaching the metropolitan area with the Healing Word Ministry. We invite you to visit largocc.org and get involved in our dynamic and growing ministry, the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. Now, let's return to the conclusion of today's message. Be still and know.
2: There was a lady years ago... Her husband came. They were in their early 40s. And uh, she was having what uh, they called a panic attack, an anxiety attack. An anxiety attack is a terrible thing. And I'm not going to explain it all to you now, because I, I, I can't, because it, it affects different people differently. But it, it's, it, some people mistake a panic attack for a heart attack. The heart palpitates, the, the, there's pains in the chest, there's perspiration, there's jitteriness, uh, uh, and it, it's a terrible. You know, the person having a panic t- attack actually thinks they're dying. Sometimes they feel like they're dying. It, it, it uh, mimics a heart attack very often well with scripture with prayer with counsel the Lord blessed her and healed her and it was a beautiful experience and we were leaving out of that little building back there and walking out onto the sidewalk and I stopped to the lady and I said this is about her third or fourth visit I said how are you feeling now and she paused and she reflected and she looked up at me and she said one word I asked her, How are you feeling now? And she said, Safe. Safe. Oh, what a feeling. Safe. This is what God wants to do. Secondly, He wants to be your strength. You're weak, but He is strong. He blesses with wonderful strength. He comes. You know, troubles. Don't come one at a time. Now, if they came one at a time, I might be able to handle them. You know, I, I have this trouble. I work on it. I get it fixed. Oh, that's t- okay, bring on the next one. They come like a bunch of them, like a bunch of grapes. They're all there, all, all over me, all, all of a sudden. And, and it, they're wearing me out. Life is just wearing me out. But God is my strength, God will be your strength. Friend, you're hearing this message today because God cares and he loves you and he wants to do something very beautiful for you and he wants to give you his strength. I've heard people say something like, Pastor, I just can't do this anymore. And then they would refer to something. With the help of God, not in your physical strength. Friend, you're going to die. It's taking years off your life. Come to the Lord today and know his power and his strength. Now, God is doing great things. He's no respecter of persons. He loves us all equally. Friend, stop your striving. Be still and know that he is Lord. God is is our refuge. Say that. God is our refuge. (laughs) A hiding place, a place we can retreat to. So say, Oh, if I could just get away from it all, you can in the Lord. God is our refuge. What's the second one? God is our strength, giving us strength to face life and to overcome it. We can be the champion with His power, with His strength, not with our own. Now, <clears throat> He says that His presence is with us. Oh, The creator of the universe, the Almighty, who spoke worlds into existence. And here I can't be helped with this little puny problem or several little puny problems. The God of the universe is with me. How blessed I am. He's with you. How blessed you are. His presence, He's where you are. Be still and know His presence. Be still and know no fear. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. In other words, stop trying, start praying. Stop. Take your hands off the situation and say, Lord, it's got me down. It's beat me into a hole. I need resurrection. He is the resurrection and the life and he'll come. The scripture says these are God's blessings. Now, I want to put a formula up here on the screen. Would you put the formula up? Okay, there's a mathematical addition. We're going to do some adding today. God is our refuge. God is our strength. God is our help. Add refuge plus strength plus help equals no fear. Hey, it works. (laughs) It works. He works. And this is what he's going to do. Take this psalm, these words... And know that he will bless you and help you. And he will get you out of wherever you are that you cannot get yourself out of. No fear. I can't get out of this fearful situation. He's our refuge, our strength, our help. Equally, no fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though the waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a place. When worse comes to worse, God remaineth faithful still. When worse comes to worse. Someone said, you know, things are worse this week than they were last week. <laughs> no, though, the, though the earth is moving under me, there's no place for me to stand. Though the mountains are falling into the heart of the sea. The, the waters are, are, are foaming, and, and, and the, the mountains are, are quaking and shaking, and here I am in the midst of it all, and there's no place to go, but there is a place to go. He is our refuge. He is our strength. He is our help, a very present help in time of need, in time of need. Do you have a need? Someone said, I've got plenty of needs. Hey, God is bigger and God is greater. Well, that's what the Lord wanted me to tell you today. He's an ever present help in time of need. And if you do it His way, be still and know that I am God. Just give up on it and say, God, sink or swim, live or die, come what may, I'm your child. My name's written in the book of life. You're going to take me through and stop fussing and fuming about it. Just trust the Lord. Speak the name of Jesus into that problem. Jesus spoke peace into the sea, and the sea became quiet. Speak God's name into your situation and watch God move in your behalf. Amen. Okay. Bow your heads with me, please. Amen. 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 Praise be to the Lord praise be to the lord okay keep your heads bowed for just a moment where you are Yeah, i want i'm not going to ask you to come forward but i am going to ask you to stand where you are if there's a quaking a foaming you feel like the earth is moving underneath you mountains falling into the sea there's no place for you no refuge no strength no help you, you, you're going to be honest with God and with yourself. You're going to stand up, and I'm going to pray for you today. I'm going to speak the name of Jesus into your situation. Okay. Okay. All right. That's it. Just stand up. All right. Let's bow before the Lord. Father God, I pray for your dear people. How much you love your people. How you desire to help us. And you've helped us this morning. You've spoken to us eternal truths. And today you come in the name of your son Jesus. In the power of the Holy Spirit. To work and to do in our lives. In our situation. Father bring healing. Emotional healing. Spiritual healing. Physical healing financial healing, relational healing. God, whatever the need is today that we feel that we're caught and we can't get out of, you're our God an ever-present help in time of need. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, you may be seated. I feel in my heart right now there's some here who do not know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. If you haven't had that experience of sins forgiven, be still and know, personally know in your own heart that you're a child of God, that your sins are forgiven, that your name is in the book of heaven. Now you can confess those sins to the Lord. Repent of those sins. No, the Lord is telling me there seem some church people here, some church people, I don't know who you are, but there has, you, you've been doing things that you shouldn't do. I'll, I'll say it like the Lord's telling me, there's sin in your life. Believer, keep your heads bound for just a moment. Now, God can't do a thing, not a thing for you until you confess that and get that out. And when you confess it out, it goes out, it goes away. It's gone. God wants to help you, not punish you. no. Not at all. Judge you? No, not at all. He wants to put his arms around you. Come home, prodigal. Give your heart to the Lord Jesus today. Come back to Father's house. I'm going to pray for you now. Father, I pray for your people who have slipped, who have fallen, who have done something, said something, been something that they shouldn't have said, shouldn't have done, shouldn't have been. And there's guilt there today. They, they can't pray over that guilt, they can't pray through that. They can't pray around it. It's just like a like a boulder. God help them to know that you still move stones. You can move that stone away. Take away that guilt. Take away that sin. I pray, Lord, for those who do not know Jesus as their Savior, who have never yet confessed and believed on the Lord and received him. God have mercy on them. You love them. Oh, how much you love. Jesus died, shed his blood for them. That's how much he loves us. Friend, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe. Okay, with every head bowed, I want you to pray this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart today. Reign in my life. Be King of kings and Lord of lords in my life. I give my heart to you. Forgive me of my sins. Thank you for loving me, hearing my prayer, receiving my confession. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give God praise. Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen. Amen.
1: It's comforting to know that God is there, friend, regardless of your situation in life. Before we go, here's Pastor Jack Morris once again with some final thoughts.
2: Friend, God is ready to help you. Right now, where you are, facing whatever it is that you're facing, regardless of how hard and how difficult it is, God is ready to help you. Open your heart to him. Call upon him. He stands ready. There's a blessing for you. Believe on him. You'll know great power and strength in your life.
1: Be sure to tune in to WAVA tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.